So last week, we talked about why you should pre-order your comics, or in some cases, why you shouldn't. And one of the points that I made uh, in favor of both doing and not doing that was that you need to let your wallet speak and and let the publishers know what it is you really think about the content that's being produced. And I, I bring that up again this week because I think it also applies to what we're talking about today and really the the it's it's more of a philosophical question like to wait or not to wait and this is not just for comics specifically it will be sort of for all sort of consumable media so comics movies video games you know tv shows whatever should you should you jump on board right away or should you wait a little bit to see what's happening and Matt, I'm going to let you kind of lead this conversation because this was, again, this was your topic. Uh, I've got my thoughts, but I want you to kind of lead us off here. For sure. So, yeah, I am I have those weird thoughts in my head where I think about things very, like, out financially or just very, like, in a very refined nature. I overthink things probably more than I definitely need to. But this was one question that was just kind of like in the back of my head, like, should we wait or should we not wait? Like, should we just jump in immediately? And I think you brought up like a really good point about you're big on like speaking with your wallet. And I try to be better and do a better job with that nowadays. Uh, I know I get some heat from my colleagues, but sometimes I don't want to support a Marvel movie or DC movie to maybe speak with my wallet or product um you so, just say what you just say what's on your mind you don't have to tiptoe around it i mean you, i know, no, you, mean, I know general, you mean me no, <laughs> well yes say, say it with your no, chest like, that's that's why like some products i'm all on board for and others i'm not and then just whatever um i think like so do, when you just said that um voting with your wallet we haven't really hit on video games in a while but i feel like video games is a especially true i remember like video game companies paying a lot of attention to those first week or two sales and pre-orders and all that stuff and especially when we worked at gamestop that was a big thing so when you for video games especially i feel like if you don't buy a game right away like you are really speaking with your wallet because games nowadays like within two months or three months, you can get them at like half off, which I think is insane. Well, and not only that, uh, but now with with Game Pass on Xbox and PC, and now PlayStation has their own version of that. I forget what they call it. PlayStation Plus Premium uh, or P- something. Play- I don't know. PlayStation, not it's not PS Now or whatever, but yeah, whatever it is. But like you now, like day and date on subscription services for a lot of games. Why even not buying them? I agree. Like Outriders, I was super pumped for that game to come out and I was going to pre-order it and pay like get pay like $90 for the collector's edition or whatever. And then it was like day one on Game Pass. And I was like, what? And I already had like at the time I was playing a lot more video games and I had Game Pass. So um, that was a no brainer for me was to, to go that route. So yeah. and I mean, not. The game I play the most is free. Apex Legends is a free to play game. Like, I don't I don't even have to pay. I do like I pay way more than I should because they have their hooks in me. I, yeah. I buy cosmetics like an idiot. That means nothing 
gives me no advantage in the game but i mean there's there's plenty of ways to consume especially video games without pre-ordering or buying day one that could be another whole other topic about like patience in video games because there's a lot of you know now in video games they have the like paid tier to get the the season pass to advance you but like my one my one buddy ad like he never he is very frugal he like will he will barely ever buy one of those things like he goes out of his way not to and he will just grind he would rather grind and do that uh and i just think it's funny i'm just like dude just pay the it's like 10 bucks you play this he plays apex a lot as well too i'm just like why don't you just pay 10 bucks and get the pass or whatever and he's like nah I'm gonna I'm gonna grind it out, and some people are like that. And if you have yeah, time but like to with do Apex, it, you there's some stuff that's behind the pass paywall. No matter what, you can't there, you can't just grind to it. You get some he, stuff on the free pass, but the, you have to pay ten bucks to get everything. He's probably for Apex. He probably does, but I just know there's some other games that he will just if there's a path to grind, he will grind that path and do what he has to do that kind of way. Um, I can respect but, that. Yeah, yeah. If you have more time, absolutely, you should. You can do that. Or if you're like a younger kid or whatever, like, yeah, uh, yeah, do that. So I think one of the main reasons why you would buy something right away would be, I just like to call it being a part of the conversation. Uh, okay. This was like a what, huge what do you thing. know what you mean by that? So when I was younger and we were both younger, being a part of the conversation would be. I mean, for a video game or for like a, we could even say like a comic. Not that a lot of people are discussing comics, but I'll use comics for this example. If there was like a hot comic book that was coming out, like a new number one issue, Justice League or New 52, like a lot of people would pick that up so you could read that issue and discuss with other people and be a part of the conversation. And it's like a social uh, experience, obviously, like you're with other people. You want to talk about it. Same thing could be done. Um, You could take this. I would say more so with movies. Uh, one of my favorite athletes, um, LaShawn McCoy of the Buffalo Bills. I just, I love that player. He ruined Avengers Endgame for me when he tweeted that a certain character died at the end of the film and he got heat from everyone about it. And he still gets ridiculed about it to this day. And that's what I'm talking about, like being a part of the conversation. And we can extend that to uh, avoiding spoilers and spoiler culture, which is even more difficult now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, when, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just, even if like you have a social media presence, like not that I'm on social media, I'm not on it like all, I don't think I'm like on it all the time, but it's, it's really easy to get spoiled on things uh, on social media. If you follow any invincible, if I follow, you know, Robert Kirkman or whatever, or image that invincible TV show is going to get spoiled for me. If I don't, you know, watch it within the first week and even like movie trailers, dude, like movie trailers are insane. Like, yeah, Dr. You, you can't Strange watch was, a trailer. Dr. Strange was out for a week. And then that secondary post hype, um, to get you in the theater cycle where they do like the recut of the trailer, they like spoiled some of like the biggest stuff in the movie. And I'm like, what yep. are we doing? Uh, uh, the, which drives the, me insane. The morning that Dr. Strange came out that Friday morning, <laughs> I I got out of bed, got ready for work. I worked from home part-time, part-time in the office. There was a work from home day that day. Turned on my TV. I use a, a Google, is a Google TV. It's basically just a 
podcast dongle. That's how I I stream everything on on my living room TV. I turned on my TV and the background on the the Google TV that day was a Doctor Strange image that spoiled a character that was in the movie that I didn't know was in the movie. Because <laughs> I had avoided watching all of the trailers for that very same reason of I don't want anything ruined. The fucking Google home screen ruined a character for me. <laughs> nothing is safe and nothing is sacred. And you're 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 much more diligent about that than I am. Like you really go out of your way if you're into something to avoid like you'll watch the first trailer and you'll be like, Yep, I'm good here, and then like, like you will shut it down. Like yeah. when when Endgame was coming out. Uh, I watched one trailer and that was it. Then the Wednesday before we came out, came out Wednesday before I deactivated my Facebook yeah, and I deleted that's... Instagram and Twitter from my phone and I didn't get back on until Sunday. And that's sad. That's the culture that like we have to live in. Like you have, if you really want to go and spoil it for you, got to, either be the dean of discipline and not log on or deactivate things so you're not spoiled um uh, you know i we are recording this episode on june 1st today june 1st episode three of obi-wan kenobi show on disney plus release they released very early and then the release is like three or four in the morning yeah. i don't know when they released but wednesday was new episode day for that show i woke up for work today at 20 after 7 in the morning, opened up Twitter, and somebody had already spoiled something from this week's episode. It had been out for literally hours. <laughs> you've always been too. You've always been a strong proponent of like, don't be a jerk and spoil something on social media yeah, for like, other shut people. Shut up. Keep it to yourself. Like, give it, give it, give it some time. Like, at least a day. At least a day. <laughs> I literally started like my. Weeks. I woke up to a spoiler. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my Wednesday. Gotcha. YouTube listeners, if you're watching, or YouTube watchers, if you're watching this program, you can see how animated Dave gets about these spoilers. Like he will, he does not look pleased right now about get very uh, mad. Spoilers. Get very <laughs> mad about spoilers because that, that ruins it for everybody. Yeah. Like. Some people look forward to that stuff. I'm one of those people, but like there are other people like me and like inadvertently like take that joy away from somebody. That's like whether you do it intentionally or not, kind of below my opinion. But I feel like I'm feel like I'm pulling us away from what you actually want to talk about. No, this is that this is a big like this is a big, big part of so movie comes out on a Friday. When is the statue of limitations when you can talk about said product? Movie comes out tomorrow. When could you talk about it? Like talk about it like on social media? Yes. What it was I, an acceptable wait, amount of time. I will. I personally, I will. I will post something usually right after I see the movie. Just says, hey, I really like this. But I think spoilers are lame. If you want to talk about it. In the comments. Facebook. I won't tweet about it because Twitter is an unsafe place for that because there's no way to hide flies or anything like that. So I just don't go yeah. to Twitter with that stuff. It'll be Facebook only. And, you know, if people want to talk about spoiler related things, they can in the comments. Except gotcha. for for Endgame. I specifically would not discuss that with anybody. And if someone posted something spoiler in a comment on a post of mine, I would just delete their comment. 
Good man. Than everybody else. Good man. So I think to discuss openly on social media, I typically wait like a week or two. It kind of sounds like you don't though, which I like in the comments, they can hit you up, but like, you don't really try to, you're not going to be like, uh, <laughs> old yeah, ass like, movie, I, like Tony I Stark dies. Like you're yeah, not going to yeah, say yeah. that. Like, like I wasn't seven days away, away from watching Endgame going on Twitter going, I can't believe Tony's gone. No, like yeah. I wasn't like, that'll never be me. Yeah. Not my personality. He shady skirted through all my pop-up blockers and stuff because he spelled he didn't know how to spell Tony right. So he spelled Tony wrong. So that skirted everything, and that's how I found out about it. Well, a lot of well, people just, found just out. Get off the social media, man. You just can't, Idiot. can't trust. And anybody. that's what I that's what I normally do now. Idiot. So uh so being a part of the conversation. I definitely so I I agree with that but only in certain aspects. Like I agree with okay. it for video games, but for movies, I would say I probably disagree with wanting to be a part of the conversation because okay. I don't, I don't want to have a conversation and then spoil it for somebody else. <laughs> that includes like in person, like there have been so many times where I've been like at work and I know a coworker hasn't seen a, a specific movie or show or episode of a show yet. And a group of us would start talking about it. And before the conversation would get too far, I would always be the one going, Hey, don't can't talk about this because this person next to me hasn't seen it. Don't ruin it for them. I have to move their conversation somewhere. I'm, I look out for everybody when it comes to spoilers and that. I don't want to be a part of the conversation because you never know who you're spoiling it for by accident. Keep your mouth shut. I even feel like that's my personal rule. I feel for video games. Like, that was something we were like concerned about back in the day, but like really games are kind of like long. So the only, the only way you can really spoil it like day one is if some, some jerk grabs a strategy guide and goes to the back. Like you were like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ruin metal gear solid five for you. Cause I love it. So what like Sheridan was like, I'm going to do that or whatever. So uh, that's, that's kind of the only way. And I feel like games are getting even more inflated nowadays so to ruin a game is kind of difficult on day one at least movies two hours there's like there's maybe a handful of game properties that that you're like hands off yeah that i would be upset about someone yeah spoiling for me but like i already know how elden ring it's the journey i'm just enjoying playing the game also, the story in that game is like so difficult to follow and even to get pieces of because FromSoft refuses to do like standard you know, questing and quest lines and having that stuff available to you in a menu or an overlay on the map. Like they're basically dropping you in there and go, ah, figure it out. Good luck. Go kill great. Some shit. I love Yo, that. I actually yeah. love that. Yeah, I, I love finding everything on my own. But because of that, you know, I also don't feel like I'm not as invested in the story. Therefore, I find out plot points. Okay. Because who knows if I ever would have gotten covered that on my own anyway, just by playing the game. Fully yeah. just on my own. That's okay. But like, if there was a new Gears of War game or a new Mass Effect yeah, game, that's... and you spoil that story, man, I'll be ready to start swinging. The wrath. The wrath that comes down. Very mad. I'd be very mad. So that's, I, I agree. That's a reason not to wait. Don't want spoils, and you want to be able to talk about it with people. That's actually one of the things that has gotten me 
really deep into Elden Ring is that I had so many of my my friends playing that game when I got it that sharing progress and like talking about things we found, weapons we found, quests we did, areas of the map that we found. Um, that stuff was really exciting and fun and that invests me further into the game experience. Got someone else to talk to about where I'm at, what I'm doing. I know there are like elements of co-op that you can jump in other people's games and stuff, but like that makes it like a co-op experience, like sharing those quest logs and stuff and and just communicating. You you feel like you have someone else there with you along in that experience. So that's that's cool. Also, the game's so damn hard. Like <laughs> you need someone to tell just, you how to beat just stuff. being a, or just be like <laughs> sharing that you beat some some hard field boss or an actual like real boss in the game is like accomplishment. <laughs> It's yeah, nice to share no. that with somebody and they'll be like oh yeah i had a hard time with it too or they'll be like oh i didn't weird that you had trouble with it because i beat him first sharing some secrets like what you can do tactics and stuff in combat for sure for sure so one of the i guess one of the cons uh we kind of just touched on it so uh video games uh financial the financial costs like you really should and based on what some of our previous conversations about inflation and things getting more expensive like i feel like you should wait nowadays uh especially um wait video games wait three months one because your game's probably if it's a game as a service it's probably broken day one it doesn't even work so you might want to wait by ubisoft or if it's published by ubisoft you might wait for some of those quirks to be worked out uh wait for a black friday sale our buddy sam he was like notorious. He wouldn't buy anything. He's just like, I'm going to wait for Black Friday and get it for 20 bucks. And then he'd come home from Black Friday and have like a big stack of games, huge backlog. So uh, do that for video games. Like, I'm just really, I'm, I am really, I don't know if impressed is the word, but I'm, I'm taking back how cheap video games drop in price. Like it's crazy. Like literally like two months, you can at least $20 off. Um, so it's like, for video games, it's easy to not buy into the hype uh, for me. I will say, though, that there's a direct correlation a lot of the time between how quickly and by how much the price drops okay. from release date to how good the game is. A okay. very quick and deep price cut generally means games not performing very well. We're trying what, to just drive some sales. What would you define as quick? though because like i see like most games are like in three months you can get them for at least 40 bucks or 30 bucks some titles um you talk like a week or two like two weeks probably fair i don't know i this is i'm i'm so far removed from like that world now yeah that it's hard for me to say i just I, i guess i'm speaking from past experiences and the price drops didn't happen that quickly across the board like you're saying um that maybe that's just a shift in the way that physical games are sold because of digital now i don't know like i'm i buy so few games anymore and yeah. when i was buying a lot I feel like a lot of that was like driven by the fact that i got an employee discount and paying full price i was just like ingrained in like the pre-order cycle like an idiot 
I mean, I gotta applaud Nintendo though. Super Mario Galaxy is still fifty bucks. Everything Nintendo is still. They do not drop their prices full retail. If if Nintendo published the game, if they made it and published it, it will be sixty dollars forever. Exactly, you get five dollars off. That's the best sale you're gonna get until they move to the next console. Then that game will be seventy, eighty, or ninety (laughs) dollars. Because go. they don't make it anymore, and now it's hard to yeah. find. <laughs> That's true. Good, good call. Good call. Um, even with comics, uh, if if you are truly a reader and not a collector, uh, comicsology can be a beautiful thing when it actually works. Caveat: when it works, or back in the day, we'll use the caveat there. Uh, independent books and titles. For the most part, I'll speak for just image because that's the one I look at a lot. Like if you wait like a month or two, they're like a dollar ninety nine in comparison to four dollars. Like you can wait, you can wait. Uh, I've been waiting to co- read comics for ten plus years because I'm mail order. <laughs> I don't get I don't get a single comic the day it releases. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> at best, I'm getting something a week, four days to a week after it releases. At best, that's not. You're yeah. not too far. You're not too far behind though. Like four days to a week. That's not. I don't think that's crazy. Well, yeah, but th- that's you, you're one. assuming that I read it when it shows up at my door. But true, true story. That's the true. the eight issues of Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers sitting downstairs that I still have to read. They otherwise. I got you. Also, yeah. the four issues of Justice League and six or seven issues of Batman. Um. Five issues of four issues of Noctera, a full arc of Undiscovered Country. Um, a lot piling up. I'm gonna save you some time because don't read that Justice League. Just put that. You don't need to read that. Just. Uh, I want to just finish. I, I want to finish what I started with the Bendis run. Uh, I have it. I just got to a point. I read some. I was like, "Yep, this can just go away, and I'll be okay with it." I've really been enjoying. I've been enjoying it. Okay. Happy for you. Good for you. Good for you. That's the most insincere good for you I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Good for you, man. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I'll cool. just go F myself. There's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. You brought up my second point. Oh. Another reason the way is oftentimes we have, if you really don't want to be a part of the conversation or you don't care, not that you don't want to be a part of it, but you don't really care. We oftentimes have ridiculous backlogs. So why are we, why can't we wait? I will use digital comics, for example. Between the things I have bought that are DRM free off of the Hubble bundle or things that Dave has given me, I have enough material to read probably until I die. If I stopped buying current comic books today, I have enough reading material that I would probably die. Or... Let's be realistic. 10 years worth of reading material, probably that I could read. And that would, uh, that would assume that you have no other hobby. You'd be playing exactly. no games, yeah. watching no movies or TV shows, strictly reading comics. <laughs> if you have exactly. free time, you spend it reading comics and doing nothing else. <laughs> exactly. So we game. have ridiculous backlogs, video games, same thing. We all have these digital purchases or video games we bought that are piled up that, oh, we'll get to them someday. We'll get to them someday. We probably never will. Um, So why continue to invest 
in something day one um, that's going to jump something else in the line. And like I've um, comic book wise, I was I've been I've been going nuts on TMNT. Like I'm completely caught up now of the current run. And so much so that you spoiled something for me this week. You're welcome. Uh, but whatever. Wasn't so I was like, <laughs> so I do that's just one panel combat. So I, I mean, it's the definition of a spoiler. All right, dude. So I got caught, caught up on TMNT and after reading like 20 issues, you're just like, I need a little palate cleanser. I want to read something different. So I like logged onto my iPad and I'm like, I'm going to read this velvet series that I was super pumped about that brew Baker and Epting did that I haven't read. And I read issue one last night and I was like, that was really good. And that's his sat on my iPad for like five years. And I know I have other quality content on that iPad that I could read, but I just continue to get more. It's just how it is. Um, So. I mean, I keep compiling. I, I don't disagree with you. General sense. I, I actually would probably pretty strongly agree. However, love a counterpoint. If I didn't buy some things when they came out and then let them jump the line, as you had said, you know, they sort of jump in front of your backlog, I would be missing out on things that are probably better than the stuff that are sitting there and waiting to be watched, read, or played. Elden Ring is a great example. I would have never in a million years picked up a FromSoft game if I didn't have multiple friends being like, this is the greatest ever that they have done. It's open world, so it plays so much differently now. Like You can over-level yourself and, and let the difficulty kind of settle into your level a little bit more if you want to, if you want to play it that way. And that, to me, that grabbed my attention. So I bought it. Literally, I bought it the day after it came out. And I have played that game more than any other game that I own, except for things like, you know, multiplayer games where I've invested a ton of time into like Apex and Gears and probably Halo and even Mass Effect. I've probably played more Mass Effect than Elden Ring. But Elden Ring is now probably a top 10 all-time hours played game for me. Mm. And I never, if, if I would have just, gone and said to myself i'll wait until it drops in price i'd still be waiting to play this game or to pick it up to try it instead of finding now what is potentially going to be one of my favorite publishers if they continue with this open world type of model for their games going forward i'll buy every game they put out from now until they stop making them because i am so in Dude, I love when you just make a face turn. Like, I just love it. Like, what do you mean? You are not a you are not a FromSoft guy at all. And like, you were like Elder, you were in this game has you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got you. You're supporting the publisher now. Yeah, my man's gonna be rocking merch, hats, yeah. pins, bumper stickers. Like, all you it. are all in. He wants it all. And if I would have waited. I would have missed out on all of the conversations with yeah. my friends about the progress that we are making in parallel. Now I'm behind everybody because I still do play a lot of Apex Legends, so 
most of my friends have finished Elden Ring and I'm still <laughs> I'm still running around leveling myself up like an idiot, just having a good time. Which is fine because that's the way the game is designed to be played the way you want to play it, and I'm playing it the way I want to play it. Are they like done as in completion, or like is it one of those games where you beat like you can still run around and do stuff? Like, are they still playing it, or uh, I think some of them are the still playing it, line? but like you can you can do new game plus, and um, you can you can continue to play on your current game and just keep leveling, like like any good RPG. A lot of the weapon and item drops are percentage based. So a lot of it, you know, you can go back and farm certain enemies to try to get the weapon that they drop, you know, 5% of the time or 0.3% of the time or whatever it is. I think the lowest, <laughs> I think the lowest drop rate is 0.5% for a weapon in that game. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can, I think the level cap is like 700. Okay. And I am level 106 or 107. Okay, I've played for I've played for well over seventy hours so far. I didn't know it was in the seven hundreds. That's a the seven hundred club. <laughs> I most, gotta know is that most people will not get to that get point that because once you get once you get over like the the two hundreds, you're, like you're talking about you. I mean, you need so much runes are the things that you use to level up in Elden Ring, and there's some like once you're getting close to the end of that grind you need over a million runes to get a level gotcha like it's just not not feasible for most people to play that much gotcha but so that would be our backlog anything you have to add to that as far as the backlog yeah the backlog part you know i i i accepted a while ago that the backlog is is always going to be there and really the only thing i can do is prioritize and reprioritize the backlog um so i'm i'm less concerned about it growing because i've i've had sort of a change in mindset now where i'm just like if i'm not enjoying something i don't care what it is i'm not enjoying it no longer getting my time or attention and it's just on to the next thing so some things in the backlog can sit there forever i don't care whatever i'm gonna try something new if i feel like it i love it Backlog be damned. Just trying to live. We're going to have to dig into that. You're you're very passionate and adamant about that. And I need to investigate that further. The That mindset. I think that I think it's a good mindset to have it. There could be some negatives with it, but I think overall it is a good mindset to have. Well, unfortunately, a lot of the things that had to happen. You <laughs> think to lead to that? They get me here lot, were very unpleasant. Yeah, a lot of trauma. Um, yeah. I don't know if they were traumatic experiences, but they were definitely things that um, you know we're all we're all sort of a sum of our life's experiences, whether they be positive or negative. Um, you know, a lot of negative things happened to kind of get me into this mindset and uh, happy where I am now. But I wasn't always happy on the the, the road here. It's kind of is what it is, you know. All right, so we won't dig into that. All right, topic number three. <laughs> Uh, we can extend this, but I my brain has always functioned. My brain is always thinking comics. The mindset of waiting for the trade. Mm. What this what this boils down to is in the comic world, you have your single issue floppy comic books that come out, uh, and then when they get collected after they have been 
completed into a trade paperback or some kind of collected volume. So comics come out every month. Why would you read a single issue of a comic when you can wait for the trade? One, you'll get a comprehensive story. Two, it's oftentimes, well, 95% of the time, it is cheaper to wait for the trade. Uh, so that's that's like another thing. You're going to save yourself money, but I was thinking more so in regards to comprehension of material. We have mentioned some art um, writers before that we both feel it is better to wait for a trade than to read this month to month because you are going to forget and you're going to have no clue where you're at. Scott Snyder, um, we're looking at you. Yes, exactly. Uh, but that could even extend to a television series. Some people enjoy binge watching a series instead of waiting each week in anticipation for this thing to drop. So in regards to comics, I mean, I do think it's probably better to wait for the trade, but I get I get the appeal of going to the shop and reading a book every month, especially like you said previously, if it is a quality comic, you are going to remember what happened in those previous issues. Sure. If you're not really enjoying it, it would be better to wait for a trade or maybe read it digitally on a subscription service that you have that you pay a nominal fee for. That's probably the cost of two comic book issues and read it that way. Like why do that? So uh, that was, that was my other point. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's situational, you know? Yeah. Um, for some comics, I prefer to read the arc for others. I prefer to read month to month. Like saga is not a comic that I could wait for a full trade nine months between no, thanks. Yeah, this is not this is not fully. It'd be like seven or eight months, but that's still too long. Yeah. I'd be getting one saga story a year. Yeah, except every third year, I'd get two. No way, not happening. Not happening. Invincible was another one. There's no way I was waiting for not trades yet. for that. Nope. Too good. Couldn't wait. With Marvel stuff, I get a recap in the front of every issue. Why wait? So why wait? And I get 40% off, well, 35% off all my monthly comics. So, like, the trade's not that much cheaper. <laughs> if it, if at all. Yeah. Would it be cheaper, though? Because you could pre-order the trade, though. I mean, you would say get that discount as well, too. Yeah, so, I mean, like, a $20 trade's, what, like, 14 bucks. Yeah. But... Six issues of the comic. If it's if it's a $3.99 comic, and I'm paying $2.40, ish you're looking at fourteen dollars and forty cents versus fourteen yeah same to got me you. to me it's got the you. same i'd rather just got get you. the singles gotcha yeah that's probably not true all the time i mean that's just one example in a vacuum with napkin math like i don't know i'm sure that i'm sure you're right there's probably instances where the trade's going to be cheaper it's like a dollar here that like it's not going to be dramatically yeah. different though. But. I think maybe p- part of that depends on what type of a collector you are too. You know, if you're the type of person that wants to have a, a big shelf full of trade paperbacks, which I was that collector at one time. You know, there was some stuff that I was only buying in trade. You know, like the Valiant relaunch books, I was buying all that in trade because I wanted it on the shelf. Um, the IDW TMNT ongoing series, I I buy that in trade because I wanted it on the shelf. Um. And there's some stuff that I bought in single issues and then I bought the trades for after the fact I could have them on the shelf. 
you know, Invincible mm-hmm. and um, Saga and Skyward and a few other e like really important to me comics. I buy the singles and then I buy the trades. Yeah. So. Makes sense. But I mean, I I like most things. I think it's I think it's largely situational to why you would wait to read a full arc versus get the the monthlies. And DC, I think, is the odd man out because um, <laughs> if I don't want to read it monthly for the singles, why would I wait for the trade when it's just going to be on unlimited? Yeah, or infinite. Sorry. Yeah. What's no. the, why would I spend any money other than my six dollars a month? Yeah. No, the digital, those little digital apps are the way to go. Pretty much if you don't have to be a a rocket scientist with those, pretty much if you read like two issues, you've paid for those subscription services. So, I mean, I know there's a lot of subscription services out there, but I feel like most comic people, there are two comics per publisher that they would read from at minimum. So you're Mm -hmm. probably getting your money's worth out of those. Um, Except for me right now. I haven't read anything on either of those apps in months. Yeah. Because I'm still trying to slog through all those 90s Batman crossovers that I committed to reading. <laughs> yeah. I that, was, that was my 2022 commitment to myself was to read every major Batman crossover post Nightfall. Post the first Bane stuff. So how's that? How's that going for you? I am on Road to No Man's Land, Volume okay. 2. Okay. So after that, I only have No Man's Land, Volumes 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then I'm done. Which are huge, though, aren't they? Aren't they, like, ridiculously huge? Dude, even the Road to No Man's Land ones yeah, they're are like- huge. <laughs> they're, they're each over 500 pages. Yeah. And they're not even... I'm not even in No Man's Land yet. You're good. Some, of those, You're some of those books are not good. They're really bad. So even with that, you and your mindset of if you don't avoid if you don't enjoy it, put it aside. So even that sometimes. Oh, trust. Once I find myself in an issue within the trade that is bad, we are double tapping out of guided view and flipping through to the end okay. of that part, and then we double tap back in when it picks back up to something <laughs> I want to read. I got you. Don't ha- don't have time for that terrible fill in art or stories that do not relate. Like. There was one, like, there was an issue of Robin in one of these trades that just had, like, nothing to do. It wasn't the No Man's Land. It was something before that. It had nothing to do with anything that had happened. I think it was between, like, Legacy and Con- Contagion. It had nothing to do with anything. It was, nope, not reading this. Just flip right through it. And that's, uh, in closing, that's kind of, like, how I feel about, like, the DC comics. Like, I enjoy some DC comics, but I don't need these backup stories where they're adding a dollar on like i don't even read them anymore like i, I the yeah. first couple months i was reading them i'm like nope let me just i'm getting a 35 percent discount let me just read my batman story and i'm moving on with my life and i'm enjoying it and we'll yeah. go from there there was I'm one not- of those in batman that was pretty decent that i read i forget what it was so i guess it wasn't that good but- there's one in there's one in detective comics about the huntress i really like that was like the only one i actually liked, and i remembered what happened from month to month that's how I knew I was liking it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, this one's cool. But most of them, that's been the only one I've really liked or enjoyed. So, yeah. so well, that was my so, thoughts on, yeah. So, sum yeah. up your three, your three main reasons why you would, why you would wait or not wait. Cause I don't remember all of them. Okay. So my pros were 
there's kind of like five reasons. I had two pros, which would be being a part of a conversation like day one and also avoiding spoiler culture. So that would be my two points for the, on the pro side. The cons, which I think is a huge one, which we need to consider in this economy and it, economy in general, is uh, financial benefits. Two was having a ridiculous backlog of content. So why jump something in the line when you have so much other things? And three would be waiting for the trade, binge watching the TV show, reading the trade paperback or hardcover of the comic book series, uh, and going from there. So those were my main points. I like it. I like it too. This is a, this is a good talk. It was a good talk. That's that's pretty much all I had. So, well, I have nothing else to add to that. I've I've said all of the things that I wanted to say about this topic. I think I'm I'm good to uh, put a bow on this one. Let's wrap it up. At the end of the day, spend your time however you want. Do the things that make you happy. Put time into things that bring you joy. Nothing more to say. It's a lot of life experience right there. It's a lot of life experience. Hope you all have a great week. We'll do this again in seven days. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, leave some comments, interact with us. Help us out. Help us get noticed. Follow us on TikTok. We post on TikTok Mondays and Fridays. It's content that's not necessarily in these episodes. We're also on Twitter. Find us there. I keep saying I'm going to put our Twitter bios in the description of these videos. I keep forgetting. Matt's is at Warden43TK. Mine is Dave underscore B&W. That's the letter B, A-N-D, the letter W. Come find us, us up, on Twitter. Man. I want to talk. Hit us up. I have That Twitter account for me has very few followers. Please, go follow me. I'll follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. All right, we'll talk to you all in a week.